Well, welcome everyone to episode 505 on the 13th of October. It's a Thursday, just as well. <laughs> it's just as well, it's not a Friday, but it's a Thursday, uh, 13th, and uh, yeah, Aussie Tech Heads. I'm Glenn, and welcome once again to a show where we'll recap some of the main news stories that the panel and I have uh, dug up through the week that we thought might have been of interest to you. Uh, you can catch us on the iTunes podcast, obviously, through YouTube as well, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads, and like us and uh, f- befriend us or whatever you have to do on facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. And the show is brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au now accepting credit cards yeah got that sorted all right now uh who (laughs) (laughs) who have we got this week we've got let's let's start with eric we've got eric back hello eric hello all what's how do you do good what's been going on with you i i've been busy but um i just realized that i haven't been on here for six weeks really six because i'm because it's 505 right yeah and I wasn't here for the 500th. Right. Wow. But today would be the sixth week. That goes fast, doesn't it? That's doesn't it? Oh, I could have said we, we missed you, but I don't think we have. Well, you didn't, obviously. <laughs> clearly. Clearly not. <laughs> and also, uh, Warlock. Hey, Carl Warlock. Pretty good. How's yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. And uh, we've seen you for a couple of weeks. It's been good. What have you been up to? This yeah, I've I've been loyal to our show, haven't I, Glenn? You have, you have. You're getting. <laughs> I'm all... one of the one of the good co-hosts, aren't I, Glenn? Yeah, you're getting all the cookies this week. <laughs> oh, good on you. <laughs> now, now, look, don't forget. You can also uh, find on the iTunes or your favourite podcatcher, the Aussie Max Zone, uh, with Michael and Garth, and uh, the Aussie Tech Security, and it's still going. <laughs> It's, the episodes are very few and far between, but there is one coming out on uh, Friday. So by the time you are hearing this, there will be an episode of Aussie Tech Security out. And also the Obsidian Loft and Old Fart Geeks uh, also on the uh, on the network there. So go and check them out. And uh, when we'll get some... Yeah, we, well, I better explain where Will is. He's, uh, as you know, he, or may not, he, he's moved. He's moved house and he's waiting for internet to be connected. Lucky Will. And you might say, what about his free mobile phone 4G? Well, he can only get Edge or something <laughs> wherever he's moved to. Oh, so, good God. I know. So he's uh, he's in a bit of a world of pain at the moment with his internet. Edge, that's 2007. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know. Well, that's when it went. That's actually, 2007 is when they phased it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Um, yeah, all oh, right. Dear. Now, look, I've got an email. Let's start off with an email well, uh, from the Facebook, actually, from Ray. Uh, he uh, he contacted me, contacted me, wanted to know more information about one of the stories last week. So I pointed him to the show notes, which was at aussietechers.com.au forward slash podcast. Navigate your way to the show notes. And he was after the story about the Foxtel Play in HD. So he said he wanted to give it a shot because he's got the another one with the MBN, Eric. Oh, no, everyone's got it but us. Yeah, 100 down, 40 up. Yeah, like, and isn't, isn't Rabina supposed to be a tech hub? Oh, uh, Varsity Lakes, which is about two... Which is ne- two next door. Yeah, pretty much. It's supposed to be. The uni... Yeah, well... Yeah, the uni apparently like, has, like Bond Uni, that's apparently got Ethernet connection. It's got... 40 down, 40 Oh, up. yeah, that'd be gig gig up, gig down. All the unis do have good connections. Yeah, or used to be, last time I was there and did a speed test, probably a while ago, probably yeah, eight years ago, it was 40 up, 40 down. I you know, had a bit, mm. of, bit of spit coming out of my mouth as I was watching it. That's but, when you was probably still on, um, uh, what, 15 down and one up back then. That's Yes. I was, No, I was on seven down and one up. Oh, calm down. Yeah, they <laughs> were point eight up. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, point eight. That's it. Yeah, point yeah, eight. Yeah, back then, you know, there's no chance of doing any video. It was just rubbish. And even now, like Facebook, I'm going to give Facebook test another live stream another go and see if I can do that now that the computers have been rebuilt to a certain extent. But anyway, getting back to Ray, um, he's had the luxury of comparing. So he's tried the Foxtel HD. He goes, I'll, I'll read. I'll I'll read it out. So. You know, I don't confuse things. Yeah, I tried Foxtel Play via PS3, 100 down, 40 up MBN, and didn't mind it except for the lack of HD. Had the luxury of comparing to satellite Foxtel and wanted to scratch my eyes out when flicking back to the SD sport. Not too worried about my wife's wedding dress shows, all the kids' cartoons, they can stay in SD. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Love them. So good on you, right? 
And that was uh, through the Facebook. So you can send us a message through the Facebook as well, whatever you want to do. But, uh, yeah, I, I can feel his pain going back to SD Sport. is uh, It hurts, doesn't it? it hurts. I don't know why they do that. They put all the, you know, Mr. Ed in HD, and the, then you watch the AFL Grand Final and the ball's pixelated. I don't yeah, get it. But this year, no, this year, Channel 9 and Channel 7, have, have, I think all the channels have now moved their main, their main station to the HD. Have they? You might need to retune, Eric. Oh, maybe. Yes, because and also some of the old TVs that I I noticed because I've got an older TV uh, and it's still HD, but it won't pick up the the HD channel nine because I don't know it's on a different frequency or something. We did mention it yeah. on the show yeah. uh, once before, but yeah, but maybe yeah, because oh yeah, that that when you go for yeah from HD to SD, you can certainly tell it. All right. Hmm. Mm. Now, look, let's get into some news. Look, let me see if I can, uh, for those on video, let me see if I can give you a little video while we talk about this next story. Because I go to trouble sometimes to find little videos. Hang on, just, I'll, just, I'll just blubber on until the ad finishes. Hang on, where, where, where's that screen? There it is. Now, let me just talk about the Samsung Note 7. Have you heard about <laughs> the Samsung Note 7? <laughs> So, yes, we all know it's been blowing up and it's melting and whatever. So Samsung, Just like the washing machines, oh they they couldn't give them away now. No, as the washing machines been blowing up too. Samsung washing machines, yeah, the um, the, top the main uh, spinner tumbler uh, comes out of its mount, shakes around and blows the lid off, and bits of shrapnel and stuff go flying all over the place. Punching little holes in the wall and the rooms and stuff, and then oh, no. spills. Yeah, but water I tell you what, your clothes are dry. Your clothes, your clothes are, dry. are dry because they're on fire <laughs> in different pieces all over the house and the neighbours. And well, you get your ripped jeans easy enough. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a good look. It's a good look. But the Samsung Note Seven, like if you've been living under a rock, they're, they've been exploding. The battery's been overheating, and uh, and whatnot. But uh, let me hang on. Where's the picture of that again? There it is. Now, Samsung has, what they're doing, they're sending fireproof packaging and gloves to the Note 7 owners that have bought the device online. So if you bought it online, apparently they're sending you a box, fireproof box and gloves so you can safely pack it away so it doesn't touch. Hang on a minute. What is the difference whether you bought it online or at a store? Surely they're both effective. Well, well, yeah, or maybe. Well, it's the manufacturing process that's the issue, not where it's bought from. What's worse is the replacement phones they sent out to replace the exploding ones also explode. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> but Samsung, look, I'll, I'll go through the story. I'll, I'll, we'll read through it. So Samsung halted production of the phone less than two months after its launch, following reports that in some instances the battery's caught on fire, which is disgraceful. Its decision to scrap the device after a recall of 2.5 million units last month was a blow to its brand. Oh, fair income. So a... a uh, yeah, so the return kit and oh, there we go. A uh, return kit and instructions from Samsung showed a fireproof box that is forbidden for transport by aircraft and gloves to handle the device. So the thermally insulated outer box that has ceramic fiber paper lining has two smaller boxes within it and a static shielding bag. The video showed. That's the one I just played if you want to watch it. The ban translates into lost sales of up to 19 million phones that the firm was expected to generate during the Note 7's product cycle. Now, some some boffin has sat down and equated that to nearly US $17 billion in lost revenue. Uh, that boffin was from Reuters, based on a Reuters calculation. So the recall, there's a recall of 2.5 million Note 7s. It's just, that's crazy. That's unbelievable. Well, I'd say, what wouldn't it be because they've said in the box that if you bought it online, maybe you're not in an area where you can take it back to a store? Something like that. Mm. Yeah, possibly. But uh, look, I was talking to Michael, you know, from the Aussie Mac Zone, and I had a, uh, someone gave me an old, the all first generation Mac Mini, and it was like smashed to smithereens, right? You could still right. use it, but it was pretty smashed. And he told me it was going to cost about 150 to fix, but you can buy them, you know, on Gumtree and all that for about 150. So I never bothered. So 
um, Izzy, little girl, she's, she said she wanted it, so she's using it. Uh, cracked screen <laughs> and everything. Sometimes she pushes on some of the icons, but they don't work. So she's got to turn the screen around, let the screen reposition so, and push it again. So she's on a different <laughs> part of the... <laughs> of the screen to push but anyway uh yeah so he said because the screen was cracked he said if you were to send it down you got to send it and mark it by road only so apparently yeah if, if they're smashed or cracked or if the the shell is broken in some way you can't send them by airplane so there you go yeah it might be there might be some i don't know some something going on there yeah Fair enough too i suppose they know what they're doing Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and also, I think he was saying that when I went down there just the other week, they said, if you've got the Samsung Note 7, just turn it off. You're not allowed to even operate it in airplane mode. But now... No, that's right. Now, apparently, you're not allowed to get them on the, take them on the plane at all. Yeah, that's so, right. Because they're exploding regardless. Mm, mm. It's a terrible PR job, isn't it, for them? <laughs> it's absolutely... Yeah. Oh, it's going to take them a... Oh, it's going to take them a while. I'll tell you what. That couldn't have come a better at a better time for Apple, because mm. their phones weren't selling, mm. and then suddenly the Note Sevens crack tactics. Everyone's going, "Well, I'll go buy an iPhone 7. Now they're going to get an uplift through no planning or it's just complete yeah. luck. Well, I that read they're going to get extra sales. Yeah, well, apparently their shares are the highest since they've been since last December. Thanks, so, yeah. Samsung. So they, and Google has just brought out the two Pixel phones, so they'll sell like hotcakes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think I can't see him bringing out a, a Note 8. <laughs> what do they call it? 7, 7A? I Note think, 7A. I think the Note has probably reached its limitations and it's, that's it. They'll have to go Samsung something else. Yeah, but yeah, they wouldn't call yeah. the next one a Note. It's just, even if it's the best phone in the world, they couldn't call it a Note because no one will buy it. No. They'll have to call yeah, it something else the like uh, the Samsung that doesn't catch on fire. Mm. Yes. But how bad is it? But anyway, that's uh, what's going on with uh, with them. Look, I've got a still picture for some people that like still. Samsung Fuego. Fuego. Mm. Yes, all right. Now, uh, Warlock, what's been tickling your fancy? Anything? This well, if we're going to be on, on uh, talking about Apple just now, staff at a Brisbane Apple store have been fired Ooh. after they were caught stealing and rating customers' pictures as part of the fair photo sharing ring. Dozens of photos were taken of female staff and customers, while others were lifted from some of the Apple's customers' phones, it's emerged. The issue came to light after a staff member at the Carindale store noticed a technician looking through a customer's phone in the repair room. Uh, one Apple staff member told the paper they were concerned the disgusting practice was occurring at other stores. As part of the disturbing ring, photos of both customers and staff were taken without their knowledge, and their bodies were marked a rank out of 10. In a statement, Apple confirmed the Carindale store was under investigation and staff have been fired. Apple believe in treating everyone equally and with respect and we do not tolerate behaviour that goes against our values. We're investigating a violation of Apple's business conduct policy in our store at Carindale where several employees have already been terminated as a result of our findings. Based on our investigation so far, we've seen no evidence that customer data or photos were inappropriately transferred or that anyone was photographed by these former employees. We have met with our store team to let them know about the investigation, inform them about the steps Apple has taken to protect their privacy. Technology commentator and expert Trevor Long told today the photo sharing ring was a massive breach of privacy on more than one level. The taking photos of people, whether employees or customers with mobile phones, is one thing, and that could happen anywhere. If they're looking at photos on your phone or even taking copies of those, that's a breach of privacy. Yes, that's pretty bad. Now... Eric, in your uh, experience, well, mm. in your educated experience, and you might not know the answer to this, but would Apple have grounds to not just fire these people, but to actually go after them, as in like sue them for like a, <clears throat> like a, you know, bringing the name, bringing the Apple name I into think... disrepute? <clears throat> um, well, it's, it's workplace misconduct. Mm. Um. Because it's so, it's it's, it, it's hurt Apple, like to me, like this is something that's pretty bad. Yeah, and it has hurt Apple, but the thing is, it's not a it's indirect. It's because probably of their sufficient actions. enough to say that we fired them and they're no longer. Yeah, welcome. we fired them, so that that gets their some of their goodwill back. If you fire them, if mm. they're gonna, if any charges are going to be laid, it has to be laid by the people that they took photos off. Yeah, yeah. So because another another 
bit that I pick out. I, I, I'm, I don't know. Do you think that, that, that sometimes um, uh, ad, adjectives in these stories, uh, some are overused? Like, you know, I think you said that the female or whoever, the staff member, found it disgusting. Well, is yep. it really disgusting, yeah. or is it just just um, inappropriate? Well, I think people, like... I think people have a very short memory. Um, and Warlock, you would know this, and you might know this too, Glenn. That Facebook was started in two thousand and six or two thousand seven, based on exactly that premise. That there were photos of the people that went to the university that he was at. I think it was Harvard. Um, were rated from mm. one to ten. Right. And that's why it was called Facebook. Mm. You're not allowed to do that now. Because when you when you um, uh, go to the university, you get your photo taken, right? Yeah. And he hacked into the student database, got all the girls' photos, put them up there, and everyone was rating them from one to ten to you know get an average and all that. So that's how Facebook started. Mm. Now they're doing the same thing now. Because when, when I read that, the first thing I thought was, "Here we go, Facebook Mark Two. Yeah. <laughs> but but mainly that I oh, were taking it's not a university that doesn't make it any better because what Mark Zuckerberg did in university is still a breach of privacy number one mm. number two he he hacked into the database how he avoided jail is beyond me well true right? true yeah well, and, I, I guess so because and these yeah. people are taking photos of people in a public space in a public area which is not illegal. No. Now, if you took, if I took a photo of you, naked, God forbid, <laughs> and you were in your house, mm-hmm. you could you could sue me. But if yes. you were walking down the street in a public place and you decided that I'm not going to I'm going to take my shirt off, yeah. I can take as many photos as I like. Mm. But th- these staff members here at Apple were probably taking them in store. Yes, so- I think they were taking them of staff members as well. Yeah, which is probably where you really start pushing. Well, that envelope but taking them not just at the start. I think taking them in store for for um, uh, purposes that are probably not uh, above board. Then well, obviously these not... weren't the, these weren't the geniuses. <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, yeah, it's um, look, it's not a very good story. I think you know you, you take your computer in to get fixed and all this sort of stuff, and even when people bring their computer, and they go through your. Um... They go through all your photos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right, looking for stuff. We're just backing them up in case you lost them. But even when, uh, like, say, yeah, say someone brings their computer to me and I say, look, we've got a, oh, we'll back it up, or they say, can you retrieve some data or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'll say, okay, so I'll, I'll lay it out for them. I'll say, this, I will be copying whatever I can then onto a hard drive that I own. And then yes. I'll say, well, after that, I will delete it. But it will be on a hard drive that I own. That's not your. That's right. Yeah, and in order to take it home and run undelete software and uh, post it online to my uh, highly profitable website. Check out this guy's wife. (laughs) The photo Apple photo ring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Look, it it is it is crook, but it's 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 skating. It's it's thin ice. Mm. Uh, You know. Plus well, look. If you did it, if you did it, just say you weren't at an Apple store. Just say you worked in an office, right? And and luckily for you, you had a lot of nice-looking girls there. And one or two of the guys decided to take photos of the girls mm. and put on a, <clears throat> on an intranet website and start rating them and all that sort of stuff. Mm. What do you think would happen? Well, they'd get the sack. You reckon they'd get the sack? Yes. In a bit. Yeah. In what sort of business? Private. Just any business. You're an office, you know, you're at Centrelink. Yeah, you can't do that. Because if, if, if you didn't take any action as the business owner, you would be, say, what deemed to be somewhat condoning it, which might make you liable for some yeah. sort of sexual harassment. Yeah, but is it sexual harassment if you're just saying, oh, she's pretty on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, I think, is that sexual harassment? I think so. Or are we, are we a little bit... Precious and politically correct. I think we're precious and politically correct, and that's how society would deem that. Yeah, that correct. Action. That's right. The perception would be that if you can condone that, that you are a pig. Yes. Well, but yes. if you, but see, to me, if you wrote, 
you know, rank these girls pretty one to ten. And I, and nothing, there was no words. And you put, you know, you know it'd be a bit insulting if you put one <laughs> next to somebody. Yeah, and then let her know about it. And then say, hey, by the way, I rank your one, you big dog. But, but I think, you know. But you might, you've probably hit on something there. I think if you rated someone 10, they found out about it, they'd be chuffed. They think you're a legend. They'd probably they'd ask go, you out for a coffee. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I'm on this side, I'm a 10, sweet as. But if you That's rated right. someone a one, they found out about it, you're in the can. You're in, you're in the dock. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You're in the dock. <laughs> But you, you know what I mean. I'm not saying it's right, mm. but I'm not saying it's and it's only it's probably it's probably only this much right, but well, and probably only the same amount wrong again. And there's a big grey area in the middle. But turn it say turn it around a bit a little bit. How would yeah. a, how would you feel if it was a photo of you being rated out of one to ten? Couldn't give a shit. Yeah, well, I think that's Couldn't the difference between. But you know what? A funny thing is, I'll rephrase. If I was younger. You say you're at high school, right? And yeah. you're in between year eight and year 11, just say. Because <clears throat> that's the age when you want to impress the girls. Yeah. At the girls' school next door, just say. And they started up a book and started ranking. And I found out that someone ranked me under five, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you'd get upset. Yeah, that would mm. ruin you at that age, right? Yeah. But at 30, couldn't care less. No, no, I, I, well, that's right. And I think, really? yeah, look, look, I, look, I'd probably, yeah, I wouldn't like that to happen. I, I think that might be taking things a bit too far. If you're going to do something like that, you just want to make sure no one finds out about it, pretty much. <laughs> wouldn't you? Is look, that... look, it is wrong. I don't want anyone to think that I condone that sort of stuff. Mm. No. Um, and when I, when I read the, history, uh, the, the, the little uh, biography on, Facebook and watched the movie and <clears throat> found out how he started. I was quite um, disgusted in him, and I thought to myself, "You're a dickhead, mate." And I still do think he's a dickhead. Mm. And so I couldn't then then turn around and say what the Apple Store people did was okay if I thought that he was a, an absolute idiot yeah. for doing it back then. Look, it's right? not, it's... I'm not saying I agree with it, yeah. but there is a slight bit of preciousness there politically correct stuff there there is but right only a little bit there, only a little bit I, look i think there is but I, I still think it's the wrong thing to do they probably oh it is deserve to lose their jobs uh and be taught a lesson out of it because it is the wrong thing to yeah, do that's right and put it another way right i think a lot of people who would be saying things like oh that's no big deal what are you on about blah 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 if you flip it around and say okay just say they were ranking your daughters Hmm. It changes things, doesn't it? Well, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you know just, that's why I'm saying yeah. that's why I'm saying it's not right. right what they did, hmm. because when this when Zuckerberg started Facebook seven years ago, my oldest was only ten, hmm. right? And I thought, you disgusting creature! If she ever goes to uni and that sort of thing happens, I'm going to come down there and smack your lights out. <laughs> so right. I'm not saying it's right. He's right what they did in Apple Store. So I don't want anyone to think that but, I'm being yeah. a pig. So, so just to finish up on that, and sort of just move in, move sort of a little bit aside from that actual uh, the photo thing, is that when you take your computer in somewhere, if you if you got stuff on there that you think would be you know um, precious, well then you want to remove it, and not just for photos. I mean, like it could be like passwords and stuff like that. If you got a, a text file of passwords or something, you don't know who's going to be looking well, I at do. it. Yes, I, I do. I have that Personal on personal emails. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. look, you'd have to be careful. Look, you took it to Apple. Like, I, I wouldn't care. I would fully trust Apple. I took my phone in the other day. They gave me a new one. He took it out the back, and um, well, he was wiping it when he came back out with it. Must have must have spilled something on it. But uh, but he, you know, he he gave me a new one and all this sort of stuff. So it was all it was all good. I look, I there's nothing on there that is gonna is gonna kill me. So, but if they, if you've got something on there that's gonna kill you, just make sure you get it off before you take it in. All right. When you say right. I'm um, wiping a phone, on. I'm thinking factory reset. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, well, I had, a, I had a battery problem that kept going down really fast, and then it gets to like, well, every now and then it got to 20%, and I'd do something and it'd switch off. And so I'd plug it right. back in, and it would come back on at 30%. So right. some, yeah. something was going so on. So when it, when it goes down, you <laughs> want it to take its time and do it right. Yeah, I want to do it right. Now, now, can I just um, 
go yes. on a bit of a tangent here. Yeah, why not? Um, apparently, as of June 30 this year, which is only a few months ago, yeah, Redcliffe, and that's in Brisbane, right? Yes. Near Brisbane? Near Redcliffe? They have now. They have. They have a full, full, fully operational NBN via HFC. Right. So the cape. Right. So according to this, and see, no one. They don't promote any of this stuff. NBN's first commercial hybrid fibre coaxial services are today available to retail service providers in Redcliffe, Queensland, with eighteen thousand premises now ready. Where's ours? Yeah, where's ours exactly? Well, uh, and then I, I'm not going to read the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. They just go on a spiel about Telstra and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and it says here they plan to have 875 premises uh, ready for service on the H HFC um, by June 2017. Right. Well, let's have to be Telstra's HFC because we did a story last week where they said the Optus one they paid eight hundred million for is yeah they're canning it. Yeah, it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbish. Look, I'm just Optus trying. rubbish. I'm just trying to get something up as, if I can before we finish off with this topic. But oh, here we go. I'll see if we can. I can see if I can show this. Oh, I can't show it to you guys on the screen, but people at home <laughs> will be able to watch. Uh, be able to look at it if they're on YouTube. But I I, I did a search of of my address, and uh, there was. This is where Glenn lives. Yes, and I, so I did a search, and then I, I, I sort of... Oh, where did I do it? Hang on, how did I do this? Uh, I went into... I went... So anyway, I went somewhere. And anyway, so it had a choice of, you know, you had to tick on... Tick if you wanted to see the map with MBN not available or MBN started or MBN right. planned or mm. whatever, right? So I unticked it all, and then I just put MBN going. So I... It's ticked MBN going, and then I'm thinking, I'm, I'm you know, you tick and untick, tick and untick, just to say you can see the areas that are you know yep, changing yep, color yep. and all this. Yeah, and, yep. and on this particular one, when I was doing it, there was like one street in Broadbeach that was colored, just one street. <laughs> <laughs> what Out is, of all of them, what is going on? What, what one that street? That must be the trial street. You know what I reckon? Anyone that works for MBN, they live on that street. Any council members down there? That's right. That's right. Yeah, council members. Right. Yeah. You saw who got on to the NBN committee this week, right? Yeah. yeah. Who? Pauline. Oh, Hanson. Pauline Hanson. Did she get on? I thought she didn't. Yeah. yeah yep. The um the coalition backed her. Yes, but I still think I thought she still failed. You know why they're backing her? They are crawling because they know without her they can't get anything through. Well, I mean, those guys who, who signed a bill today to investigate themselves as to... Oh, that, she's an idiot. That woman's an idiot. What happened? So Kelly O'Dwyer is an absolute <laughs> moron. Oh, she, what, she's not investigating why she didn't say no. That's not what it's all about. No, no. They, they lost a motion against yes, themselves. Because she didn't... Instead of, saying, instead of saying no, and then the motion disappears... Yeah, dying. She said nothing. Yes. So that's, that's an implied yes. She walked out. So the Labor government won a motion against the government, and the government all had to, they had to do was say no. What's why, they're, why they're not heavily taxing the big corporations and letting them get away without paying too much tax? They wanted it, Labor wanted an investigation into that, and Liberals said no. And so, if she had said no, it wouldn't have happened. But she didn't say anything, so it's going. So she walked away. She just turned her back and walked away. It's like a few weeks ago. Orange County they, was on or something. When they all left early and went home and jumped on the plane, and yep. they were like, okay, we've got one more thing to vote on. Oh, it's all over here. We'll pass the motion. <laughs> Quick, everyone, come back. Too late. So amateurish, People you know. There was, there was there's no, no, there it's, no discipline. It's Under rubbish. Abbott, there was so much discipline. They would never have stuffed up. They just have no respect for Turnbull at all. Mm, I, don't, I don't know if it comes down to... The to that exactly, I would I would probably more suggest that because the numbers are so tight that you miss. Say that when people <laughs> went for early on that Friday afternoon or whatever it was, yeah, they shouldn't have done it, but they went home. They did this, they did that. Well, that's the whole right. point. The but, numbers are so tight. In which case, you've got to be on your game at all times. But time. this Kelly O'Dwyer thing, she didn't. She, yeah, she just walks out. And wasn't there was she that that Tony Burke going? Oh, hang on. No, it was someone else. But anyway, they, she just walked out. Okay, we'll move a motion to do this or that. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's an idiot. <laughs> There's no discipline. No. It's the chief of staff. 
when Peter Credlin was in there, she was telling everybody, you're not going home until I fucking tell you. Yeah, that's it. That. You're not going home. Glenn writes down Hang on. 20 minutes and 10 seconds. Get my little 30 pen. To 30 minutes and 15 seconds. All right. <laughs> now, um, okay, let's get off uh, politics because I'll be let's writing get down numbers all night. <laughs> 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 oh, we should, we should ask uh, Eric how his iPhone seven is that he bought, right? I didn't buy it. No, no way. No. They're just, they're no just talking way. about how anyone. Never... Did Michael buy one, Mister Maxone? Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm not sure if he's got it, but I'm, he's getting one. Yeah, but he's got. What it. about you, Warlock? No, no, I've gone back to my LG G three. But G D three. What's yep. that? LG. Oh, LG. Right. Yeah. G three. But Michael. Oh, G three. Michael's yep. got to buy one. He's, that's what he does for a job. So he's, he's got a... He's yeah, got a... I know, and I understand that, but what's his honest opinion? His objective opinion, that's what I want to hear. Oh, look, I can't see why the iPhone 7s would be bad. I know you, you're just against them because of the headphone jack. That'd be the only thing. No, it's not that. It's not just It's not that. a huge leap anyway. Mm. It's not a huge leap. To me, there's no point upgrading. You, you saw that YouTube video. About what, how to get the headphone jack back Drilling in. the hole back. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, I got a news story from Walt Mossberg about what he thinks about Siri now. Siri too. doesn't... He, I don't think he's he a, an it. impressed fellow. Are, are you going to talk about that this week, Jase? Yeah. Okay, shoot. What does, he, what does Walt Alrighty. think about it? The Verge's Walt Mossberg today wrote a critical article on Apple's Siri personal assistant exploring the service's shortcomings, mistakes and inability to answer some simple questions that competing products have no problem with. Entitled, Why Does Siri Seem So Dumb? Mossberg's article covers several questions Siri couldn't answer, ranging from queries about political candidates to the date of the World Series to the weather in Crete. In each instance, Siri failed to provide the desired information, while Google Now, Siri's current competitor, from Google is able to answer every single question correctly. And now they've got Google Assistant, which is going to be even better and integrated into the system more tightly. In recent weeks on multiple Apple devices, Siri has been unable to tell me the names of major party candidates for president and vice president of the United States, or when they are debating, or when the Emmy Award show was due to be on, or the date of the World Series. When I asked it, was the weather on Crete? It gave me the weather for Crete, Illinois, a small village which, while I'm sure it's great, isn't what most people mean when they ask for the weather on Crete, the famous Greek island. According to Mossberg, Apple has fixed many of the above Siri shortcomings thanks to his feedback and has stressed to him that the company is constantly improving Siri. Apple says it focuses more on tasks like placing phone calls, sending texts and finding places rather than long tail questions, which aren't as popular with iPhone and iPad users. Mossberg speculates that such questions aren't popular anymore because people just gave up on Siri answering mm. those kind of questions due to failed responses. He also outlines several failures on, with Siri's cloud-based services, from searching through iMessages to locating photos to finding calendar appointments, drawing the conclusion that Apple has wasted its lead with Siri, which is now being forced to compete with services from Google, Amazon and Microsoft. Mossberg believes that Siri seems stagnant and it's too limited and unreliable compared to other services. I mean, when yeah. Siri was first came out, it was just an app on your phone, but you could book tables at restaurants with it, ask it about the weather, all these sorts of things, and they cut it right back down to the basics and just mm. had it um, making phone calls and sending texts and slowly expanding little bits at a time. But Google is Google now and then Google Assistant, which is coming out in... Um, Android Nougat plus Amazon Echo plus Microsoft's Cortana. They're all leaps and bounds ahead of where Siri was not that long ago. When it was Siri hasn't moved. Way ahead. It, hasn't it moved. really hasn't moved since well, it was introduced. Siri hasn't ordinary. moved. They haven't made any new desktop computers, hardly any new laptops coming out of Apple. They're just hmm. falling behind in everything. Yeah, I don't think, I don't like Siri. Oh, don't get either. me started on the cookie monster. <laughs> But he's <laughs> as good a leader as he's a good a leader as it comes. He's the Barack Obama of the technology world, I tell you. <laughs> now, yeah, because like Siri is, uh, well, I'd like to use it more because I think it, it can be good. But I find that I can dictate to the messenger better than I can talk to Siri. Like Siri just yep. doesn't understand me as much as even that messenger app does. There's a lag as well. You press it and it goes, and then you start talking and it 
Yes. Doesn't, it only picks up the second word in or third word in your sentence. Yes. Or then if you if you wait, you think, okay, well, I'll just give it a little pause before I talk. Then and then like, it says, I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, can't yeah. hear. Yeah. Tell me again. Yeah, I want to smash it in the face. <laughs> Try to be crazy. <laughs> and now you can have it on your desktop or laptop yeah, anyway. Yeah, big deal. Hmm. So, <laughs> big um, seriously, big deal. Look, the best, the only thing I look sometimes it's been uh, just of late. Maybe the latest update. It's been I've been using it to send text messages. It's worked pretty good for that. It works pretty good to make appointments uh, into the calendar. Uh, pretty easy just to go set reminder and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but the calendar has improved of late, and also the um, yeah, sending texts just just totally without fingers. The main thing I found useful was um, when I'd be driving from my girlfriend's to my place in Melbourne, which was an hour's drive. She could send me a message, and I'd hear the phone go bleep, so I could say, uh, "Hey Siri, tell me read out the last text message," and it would read it out, and then say, "Would you like to reply?" And you say yes, and then you would reply. And it would say, are you okay to send this and read it back to you? And then you go, yes, and it would send it off. That was pretty handy. While I'm mm. still driving and the phone is just sitting down there, you don't even have to touch it. You can get it to read the last message and you can reply to it while you're going, and that's great. Yeah, I haven't tried that. I've tried, like, I, like, I've tried numerous times to say, like, you jump in the car, like you say, you're playing a podcast in the, in yep. the car as you're driving. So you get out of the car, you do what you have to do, you jump back in the car, and I've just gone, hey, Siri, resume podcast. It knows what I'm saying, but it picks yep. up like a podcast that's like six months old. I don't know where yeah, it's not picking the current the, one. Yeah, well, not the one that I was playing. The one that I stopped playing before I got out of the car it picks up just another one. I don't know yep. what's resuming oh, that, that one. That's just stupid. Hmm. But anyway, Siri needs a bit of a looking into. <laughs> I think. Siri, I think Cookie Monster gets his good. Gotta get some. Decent stuff in there. Now talking to, <laughs> talking about Apple, Microsoft is also trying to do the big event thing. I'll show you there. I know you guys can't see, but I'll show everyone else the uh, picture of the invite. Now it's just a picture of Windows with the text "Imagine what you'll do," which is sort of backwards because it's on the outside of an office window. If that, if you can sort of picture from that description <laughs> probably not but anyway they go if you're into microsoft stuff they're going to stream a live event in october they've sent the invitations out to in industry analysts bloggers and reporters so it's also published a reminder on the website that it will stream live the consensus among microsoft pundits i don't know if i like that word I know people use it, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> most Microsoft pundits and watchers is that the company will use the New York City event to introduce one or more new devices in its Surface line, perhaps a desktop, only one personal computer, something something similar to the Apple iMac, mm, which, and which already includes a tablet come laptop, which is the Surface Pro 4, and the high-end notebook, Surface Book. How's yours going, Eric? Good. Yeah, you got the Surface yeah, 4. Yeah, no problem. Ah, hang on, but... Here we go. <laughs> Surface 4. But last week, was it last week? Or could it have been even the beginning of this week? I can't remember. Maybe it was, no, it was the weekend, actually, or maybe the end of last week. One of the uh, brilliant Microsoft updates. Yes. Right, came through. Yep. I thought, okay, no problem. So it's doing its update on the computer I'm on now. And it was late in the evening, and it was at 80%. And I thought, oh, when I wake up, it'll be done. Woke up the next day, still at 80%. Oh, Yeah, right. It's over eight hours. So, well, there's something wrong here. So, and it tells you not to restart your computer. You have to. But you have to. Mm. So, I, you know, hard hard shutdown. Yep. Click it up. Good thing about Windows, as, as soon as it notices that, it goes, restoring your old system. So that's fine. Yep. So it restores back to the old system. But then it keeps telling me that I've got updates to install. Because it's downloaded everything. Yes. And put it all in place, ready for me to push the button. Yep. So I thought, okay, I'll do it again. I was just, by this stage, it was Saturday. So I thought, oh, I've got a bit of time. It's Saturday. I did it. 80% got stuck again. Oh. <laughs> and it was hideous. On this computer, I don't have a lot of information here. Everything's on Dropbox or yeah. OneDrive or whatever. I said, you know, I don't lose anything. So that's the good thing about it. 
I just got to reinstall it, all the programs. So I thought, oh, how am I going to do this? And just nothing would work. So I had to download. I had to format my drive, throw a Windows 8 disk in there, <sighs> format the drive, install Windows 8. No, you don't have to do that. No, no. Like, I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything, right? Yeah. Uh, but you and can... it, it stuffed up. I couldn't even do a restore of the, the little partition that it yeah. saves itself. But couldn't you... even get into that. But you, you, can, you can put 10 straight back onto that. Well, yeah, don't... but I didn't have it. I, Download it. I didn't it. have it. Download it. Yeah, but how? My computer wasn't working. Okay, fair enough. Download it now just in case <laughs> it happens again. <laughs> and because you've got to make an ISO or yes. a, a bootable USB. Yeah. But you can only do that on the Windows machine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can't one. do it on the Mac. So anyway, I thought I'll put Windows 8 on, CD, bang it in there. It took about 25, 30 minutes. I didn't install anything else. Then I just got onto Microsoft and downloaded Windows 10. But... I had to pay for it. Why? What? Because I'm I'm past the date where I can get it for free. That doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. No, it, it should doesn't. it should have you registered with that system yeah. though. Yeah. Based Didn't. on your um yeah, it, it, it usually registers your MAC address. You got so ripped, it goes, yeah. Oh yes, you're blah blah blah. You got ripped. So I had to pay for Windows ten. No way. And I had to reinstall everything. Well then pain in the ass. That's and wrong. It did, and, it did the same, and it did the same thing to my Surface Pro. I didn't play twice. I haven't formatted my Surface Pro yet. I just left it. You don't have to pay for it. You don't do well, it. I did. It well, should you... be once you log into your yeah. live account, it should recognize the computer's hardware yeah. and then say, oh, you've already had it on this one before. I don't, you don't even have yeah, to log into live. It just knows. That's in my experience anyway. It just knows. Well, I don't know. It 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 should know, but I had to format everything. Yeah. It wasn't an upgrade or a install over the top. Yeah. Or anything like that's that. Right. It should it should still know for that computer. It's supposed to be unlimited. It's supposed to take the Mac. It's supposed to take the the um, individual Mac address that doesn't change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'll but anyway, about that. anyway, that's what happened. So no. I had to spend two hundred ninety nine bucks. What for? Windows ten. Is that how much it is? Windows 10 Pro, yeah. Uh, but did you have Pro so, on the machine before? Yep. Be, and you had 8.1 Pro? Yep. It's, you still should have yep. got that. You, you oh, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But on the Surface, I'll know I won't have to because I think that already came with Windows 10 on mm. it. Yep. When I that. So, mm. But I have yet to do anything with that. Right. It keeps doing the same circular it's restoring, it's restoring, goes to 80%, does nothing, and I keep... So I don't know what I'm going to do with that one. You can probably... I think there uh, you can look at things like just resetting the update engine. So it just you just yeah. reset it, let it check for updates all again, and there must be something I shouldn't there. have to. No, no. Shouldn't have send to. It, send it to this uh, company, uh, Aussie Tech Heads. They fix computers and tablets and stuff. And copy <laughs> all your job. photos. I yeah. don't have any photos for his, on this. For his website. <laughs> I'll, st- I'll take a photo like this. Yeah. That's the only photo you'll see. But okay, so anyway, if you're interested in the Microsoft Live stream, <laughs> it's on Wednesday. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, well, this is the, this is the American time, Wednesday, October 26th at 7, at 10 a.m. So that's going to be, let me think quickly, that'll be probably Thursday somewhere. Geez, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. That's going to be like Thursday. Not what are you on about? What Wednesday do you want to find night? out? Wednesday night? Our Wednesday night? Anyway. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Put it into the machine. Put it in the. Hey, Siri. So she's not even answering. Hey, now. Siri, you're an idiot. She does that. She does mm-hmm. do times. She's pretty good at times. Oh, I'm under 20%. That's why she doesn't like me. Like, like two times two. That's a good times. Now, what, what, what's streaming in the Microsoft event? Hang on. What? Hang on. I'm going to ask Siri. Here we go. I'm going to ask her. What time is Wednesday, the 26th of October, 10 a.m. Eastern in Australian Eastern time? The I time don't know what you just said. Oh, it's giving me the time now. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Siri. I'll, I'll, it's, uh, hang on. You can do that on Google. Um, what's the question? 10 a.m. 
26th of October. New York time. Yeah. 10 a.m. New York time is what time in Sydney? 1 p.m. Friday. Oh, hang that's on. When is it right. showing? Wednesday. Um, what? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Well, that's, well, then it'll be 1 p.m. Thursday. Yeah, 1 p.m. Thursday. That sounds right. Oh, sorry. No, wrong. 1 a.m. Friday or Thursday. That's not right. So 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Wednesday. <laughs> 10 a.m. Wednesday. 1 a.m. Thursday. It's 1 a.m. Thursday morning. Yeah, so 10 a.m. East. Uh, yeah. New York time, right? We're professionals here. We are. We're going all right, aren't we? Aussie <laughs> so, not so tech heads. Well, I just wanted to do What's it quickly. What's the date? I've got a proper clock here. What's the date? 26th of October. 26th of October at 10 a.m. 10, 10 a.m. Time zone Australia. Professional outfits would have done this calculation before the show. That's a, profe- yes, that's that's right. a professional outfit. Yeah, that's right. So um, if you if you see them, let us know. <laughs> Maybe you got to go to uh, Obsidian Loft with the two greatest podcasters to get any decent quality <laughs> production <laughs> skills. <laughs> All right, but anyway, sort it out for yourself if you want to watch that because no one here knows. All right, um, Derek, did you bring any stories along or are you just, just winging? I did not. Just I'm winging? Just winging. Swinging the bre- with the breeze. All right, how about this one? Twitch, everyone knows what Twitch TV is. Uh, there's this guy, a industry gamer. Uh, he died in a car crash. He was 24 oh. years old. And they, Philip Klemenov, they streamed his funeral. Can you believe that? Pretty gruesome. Is he going to operate the camera? No, he didn't operate it. He's dead, Jim. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Did he operate the camera? Yeah. No. Uh, oh. um, yeah, no. Look, another one I've got here just quickly uh, before we see what Warlock's up to. Uh, Microsoft has give, gives HoloLens Australian launch date. If you're into HoloLens and you're developers or whatever, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be shipping in November, and it's priced for developers. It's priced at four thousand three hundred sixty-nine dollars. Sweet for the development edition. We get two. <laughs> yes, and seven thousand two hundred sixty-nine for the commercial suite edition. <coughs> no. Get so, get the new Google ones that you put your phone in for like eighty bucks. Yeah, there you go. I got the one you put your phone in. Hang on, I'll show you. Uh, they just launched a new one. What did they? That's the cardboard one. That's, That's fine. Cool. Put your phone in it. <laughs> yeah, you go. How's it go? Have you Beautiful. Tried it? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad except for the radiation pouring straight into your retina. But, <laughs> yeah. It's not too bad, but anyway, yeah. So if you so um, the Hololens. Look, I don't understand when I was reading this one, picking this one out, this story. I couldn't understand why these are region, not coded, but region divided. Like if you're a developer and you've got four thousand odd dollars to spend on developing, you'd buy a laptop or developing software for the Hololens. Like if you if you are into this space. You're not going to sit over here in Rabina going, oh, when's it coming to Rabina? It's over there in America. I can't, I can't wait. Like, are you? You get on a plane and freaking go over there and get it yourself. Like, I don't understand. If you can afford, if you can afford 7000 bucks or $4,000 for a development piece, I'm sure you can find an airfare somewhere. That's right. Write it off. Yeah, I'm sure you could too. Um, all right. Do a, do a Google for the um, Google Daydream VR headset. You might get a nice picture for the Google viewers. Daydream. Daydream. Yeah, I heard that this one, because the, the Google... It's crafted from fabric rather than hard plastic. Hmm? One thing that separates it from the rest, it's 30% lighter compared to other VRs, and it weighs 318 grams without a phone. You can get it in colors, snow, slate, and crimson. It's got a little, it's got like a Wii U controller. 
Oh, it's yeah. a very small one though, and it's motion detection, and you can scroll around with it and point at things, and it works with the new Google Pixel phones. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Eighty dollars US. That's not bad, eh? Hmm. There's a step up from the old cardboard edition. But the they... phone compartment has got six bumper pads, one in each corner of the tablet, two on the centre. Two centre pads have capacity carrier load that is read by a touchscreen. Top and bottom centre nubs contact the screen. The software connects everything, allowing the image to fit perfectly within the lens. Daydream View does not use electronic headset, making it fairly simple, and yet it works. Yeah, right. It doesn't look too bad. Um, I don't know, is it, is it right to have something like screens that close to your eyes? You as long as you don't mm. have it for too long. People will be watching movies and stuff like that. It's not going, I don't think it's going to affect your vision, but you don't want to have something like... If you're watching, streaming a movie or a game for a long time, your phone tends to heat up and you might end up with a red forehead. <laughs> yeah, a big Samsung thing on you. Yes. Yeah, Galaxy Note explodes in your face. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. They, a um, Oculus have disabled the Oculus Rift from working with the Galaxy Note 7 so that you won't even try it now. Oh, really? <laughs> they, don't, they don't want it connecting up to it. Isn't it amazing how they, you, you sort of don't think that there's, they've got that much control over stuff and then when something like the Samsung happens, you, they just yep. go, oh, I'll switch that phone off it. You know, like, yep. just... Can't use it. You'd think that, okay, just whatever. <laughs> Slot it in, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, well, some more good news from the bomb, the Bureau of Meteorology. Apart from them being hacked, are they going to blame the Russians? Everyone else does. But, uh, yeah, Chinese. It could be, Chinese, Russian. Everyone hates the Russians at the moment. <laughs> I know, don't they? Now, the bomb first ever app. Like You might have seen uh, third-party bomb apps. But now there is the first party bomb app. So it's in the Apple and the Google store now. Uh, it will provide current temperature, wind, humidity, rainfall, as well as daily and weekly forecasts. A rain radar, which everyone, this is what everyone goes to the bomb for. It's the radar. The radar and weather warnings are also included alongside the ability to set favorite locations. The bomb feeds data continuously into the app. from I mean, it's Australia-wide network. Just feed. It's a feeding frenzy of bomb data and has prioritised data that is most requested from its website. More detailed information will remain on the website. It's the first and time... And it tells you when um, when America's going to start World War Three with Russia as well. It's very handy. Apparently. Yeah. Well, I read a story the other day that... Oh, I don't want to get back into this sort of stuff. But um, Russians pulled home all their overseas diplomats or something. They reckon something's yep. going on. Something's going yep. on. And... Uh, yeah, they're probably trying more. I think it's called brinksmanship. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. It's you, the, the, the build the perception that you're about to do something is sometimes enough to, to scare people to, to scare people to make sure that they don't do something. Mm. Um, did you have any more, Warlock? There's a couple. How long you got? Yeah, just shoot one out. I've got uh, one more. The data of thousands of participants in popular fitness events has been compromised after a prominent Sydney events management company's email server was hacked. Mm. The security breach last week saw an unauthorised user gain access to mailing lists from the massive Sydney Running Festival, which is estimated to have around 33,000 participants this year alone, along with other events. Participants of previous year's events have been reporting receiving scam mails as well. The breach is believed to have affected 144,575 unique email addresses. Dodgy emails have been sent to subscribers to those email lists mentioning an unsettled account and providing a GST-inclusive invoice. Recipients have reported receiving invoices demanding up to $3,000 to be paid this week. Sydney-based events management company Pont3, whose third-party external electronic mailing account was accessed causing the mass hack, has advised users of the breach by email and on its website. However, there's anger from some recipients that they weren't notified earlier. Commenting on a Facebook post from Blackmore's Sydney running festival warning of the security beach, one user wrote, This happened almost a week ago. I was only notified my data was taken today. This is far too long of a delay in notifying affected people. Very disappointing. Subscribers to Pont3's various email lists were advised that on Thursday, October 6, Pont3 detected unauthorised access to its email server using a legitimate user account. The associated password was changed immediately and contact was made with the third-party provider of the mailing service to seek further clarification on what had occurred. 
participants were informed on Wednesday, October the 12th. Communication was not provided prior to this date due to the further discussion with the third-party supplier, New South Wales Police and Cyber Security experts. We need to confirm exactly which records had been compromised. Yeah, well, I suppose... I don't know. What, 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 I don't know. Like, yeah, okay. They, they notified everyone of the, the breach, so that's good. Like, if this person wanted to be notified earlier... Maybe they should have been on that. I've been have I been pwned site? Yahoo waited two years, so one week's not that bad, really. No. And I think wasn't there there was a breach from a company in Australia as well? Like was it Telstra or something? And it was just just a lag between when it happened and um, yeah. when when it was you know announced to the the public. But I suppose you got to be you got to be sure what it is. You know you can't just go. Oh, I think we've been acting. You know, just release stuff. You Worry be... people and then find out it wasn't, yeah. Did you mm. see that what I said sort of came true where I said that Verizon was going to buy Yahoo for $4 billion, but once the news of the hack came out, they said, oh, we'll pay less. I thought mm. as a joke, but it's actually turned out that they want to try it for a billion less now. <laughs> Why would you buy Yahoo at all? They, they want to have some sort of content or something. Verizon's got a bit extra money hanging around they need to get rid of for tax reasons. I don't know. Yeah, obviously. Why would you name yourself after Yahoo? Yep. <laughs> you, Yahoo. You wouldn't be. Yahoo Serious. You Remember Yahoo Serious? Yeah, you can't yeah. be serious, can you? Can he? <laughs> is he still Yahoo Serious or is he going back to Yahoo Sensible? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Uh, look, look, more, more good news for me. Oh, I like these news stories, these ones. Nine Now has launched on Google Chromecast. Like about bloody time. All this, there's no. I'll, I'll go on with this. Nine today you announced the 4K one. Uh, the Chromecast. Yeah, 4K Chromecast. Is that the round one? That was one we talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got the latest one. The little, oh, okay. Little round one, I think. I need the 4K. I don't know. I don't have a 4K telly, so I don't care. Nine today announced that it has made its streaming service Nine now available on the Google Chromecast device, making them the first commercial-free air. Uh, the first commercial free-to-air station available for the Chromecast. Now, Nine now will be competing with services like Netflix, Stan and Presto, or well, not Presto for too much longer, all of which are also available on Chromecast. Now, Nine now has already got 1.9 million subscribers. Uh, I was sitting down thinking the other day, <coughs> why are TV stations providing the catch-up? Uh, say, especially, say, like, we watch... The block, right? And we'll get it off the nine now, but we'll get it the day after, so we're a day late because we're not we're not going to watch the ads. But in, with, yep, in particular, right. in, with the block, there are no ads in the nine now stream of it, so I don't get what's in it for the for Channel Nine if they're not putting ads in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're Good just will. maybe they're trying to build it up. I know. Goodwill. What, I don't understand. What's I thought the point of the Chromecast was it's sort of a dumb device and you start up an app and you want to watch something on your computer or your phone or something, you send it to the Chromecast, watch it on TV. Yeah. It doesn't actually need a separate app for nine now since anything that's on your mobile device or laptop or desktop can be sent to the Chromecast and start playing. Wasn't that the point of it in the first place? Yes, but... With Apple phones, I don't know what they are like with the Androids, probably a lot better, but with Apple phones, you can't mirror or stream or whatever natively to the Chromecast. So now they have to write apps for the Chromecast as well. That sucks. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's right. So, like, if I wanted to watch Nine Now on the Chromecast I, oh, and I had my phone, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You have it. to have Apple TV. Yes, and then even with Apple TV, uh, most of these things you've got to mirror the screen, which still gives you a bit of a dodgy output. Yeah, it's not as good. It's not as good as a native stream too. But but like Presto, as we know, is going up in smoke next year, early next yep. year. Like a Gonski. Galaxy Note. Yes. Yeah, Gone. Samsung must have bought it. <laughs> uh, yes, anyway, so hopefully the rest of those plays... Well, I'll watch uh, some catch-up on Channel 10, on the 10 play, that uh, while I do some work here, I'll 
I'm not into Survivor, but I'll just I'll just have that those episodes on, uh, you know, as they come through, just as something to listen to while I'm working or whatever. In the and, in, in the background, yeah. Yeah, and uh, look that that app or well, that even the website for Ten Play is pretty pus because it it all gets confused when that once the play ads it gets confused. It just goes. It's hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play an ad, but then it gets halfway through an ad, then it goes blank. And then two minutes later, it'll just come back on. And then if you try and fast forward through the show, every time you let go to where you think you should yeah. be up to, you've got to sit through yeah. four ads. You know, so yeah. it's a bit of a joke. But I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll get around to fixing it. Uh, hope. All right. Well, I think I'm done. Jace, what else? You've got a couple more or one <laughs> Might more? as well finish on a high note. What do yeah. you reckon? Sure. A man in the UK has documented his all-day attempt to make a single cup of tea using his Wi-Fi kettle, a case of technology not always working as planned. Mark Rittman, a data specialist, began preparing his cup of tea early in the morning and by 9am tweeted that he was struggling. Around an hour later, Rittman took to social media again to inform those that could understand his technology jargon that he was still yet to have his cuppa. Another post informed his followers that something called a Hadoop cluster was going nuts in his garage. And just after 11 a.m., Rittman's frustration was clearly growing. To break it down, the main issue appeared to be that Rittman's kettle was having difficulty integrating with other devices in his home, including Amazon Echo, which, like Apple Siri, allows users to tell connected smart devices what to do. So Rittman, using his technology expertise, was forced to try and build the integration functionality himself. He explained that the Wi-Fi kettle was real, but he was having to hack together the connectivity function himself. Ritman experienced some level of success later in the day when the kettle started to respond to voice control, but then another problem occurred with his home lighting leaving family in the dark. Finally, after 12 hours, Ritman was able to have his first cup of tea for the day from his Wi-Fi kettle. Wow. Oh, good one. Good on him, eh? There we go. That's the Internet of Things. Watch out for the Internet of Things devices, folks. None of them have got firewalls or security, so... That's right. I think it was uh, Krebs on security website and servers got taken down by ddos from iot devices in the last week oh nasty just millions of internet of things devices had been hacked and they just went yeah nasty now look i'll also finish on let's finish off some some way different i'm going to tell you the the top town if i can do this i'll see if this works Hang on, let me. I'll see if this Multitask. works. Multitask. I'll see if this works before I um, spruik it. Uh, okay, the top downloaded, the top town that downloaded our podcast last week was Sydney. The and winner is Sydney. 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 <laughs> and the next one, don't even know where this is. Morewell. Hello, Morewell. Victoria. Is it really? They got Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, Beckenham. Perth, Ivanhoe, Maruka. Eh? What about overseas? Overseas, uh, well, we've got... Uh, They're big in the US? The US, number two. What's the, number one, Russia? No, uh, we're number one, Australia. <laughs> no, no, overseas oh, oh, countries. What's, yeah, well, overseas, what's number, number one. one? Tasmania doesn't count as overseas. <laughs> the US, United Kingdom, Poland, New Zealand, France, Thailand, Japan, Canada, and the Philippines. Usually the biggest one I see in our stats for the other two shows is Micronesia. Where's that? Really? Yeah, wow. that's our top top countries. Wow. That's near Sweet. the uh, uh, Central Asian off the coast of Africa. Right. We're like very that. popular there. Well, you know, the, the two top podcasters get into the every corner of the world, don't they? That's right. Can't get rid of us. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, just about wrapped up another show of Aussie Tech Heads. So, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, uh, Eric. Thanks for coming on. I know you're busy. You're so. welcome. Thank you for having me. That's all right. Thanks for giving us some time out of your busy schedule, especially New South Wales time, an hour later. So it's um, getting quite near yes, that's true. bedtime. Getting late. Oh, oh. Same with Warlock. He's yawning away. So thanks, I'm, Warlock. I'm working on some more Halloween stickers for Messenger as well. Oh, cool. 
Cool. I haven't downloaded them yet. I've been pretty slack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some more promo codes. All right. And also to those hundreds of people who wrote in with reviews of this show <laughs> who wanted their promo code for some free stickers. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so now, how do they how do they get the stickers, Jace? What do they search for in the iTunes? Blue Bilby. Oh, I search for Blue Bilby and yeah, and buy Jace a cup of coffee or oh, a mouthful. <laughs> Of coffee. <laughs> All right, so thanks everyone. Or better still, better still spit in his coffee. Yeah. Well, you could do that. Not from a Wi-Fi kettle, though. I don't want a coffee. To no, 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 no. It's ridiculous. I bought a coffee machine, Eric. Did I tell you? I know. I saw. Oh. And you actually unpacked it as well. Yeah. Wow. No way. I know. Yes way. Yum, Who yum. are you? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been. Uh... What happens? To, what's happened? What have you done with the real Glen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there must. Be... No, I think I've unpacked everything. I don't think I'm looking around here. I don't think I've got anything packed. No, That's crazy. I've unpacked everything. You'll find something. I'm, yeah. I'm on fire these days. All right. Uh, that's it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for galaxy downloading. Note. Hey. Thank you. you I'm on fire like a Galaxy Note. <laughs> that's right. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll uh, see you next week. Take care and stay calm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.